Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to the show, my friends. How are you? I hope you're having a really good day. And I hope that this week has helped you anchor deeper into your self-care practices. As you already know, we are focusing on taking small steps to make big changes around our well-being this week. And it's Thursday, which means it's time for us to deepen our contemplations. So Thursdays for me really are about doing a deeper inquiry and starting to kind of pull at the strings of why we are the way we are so that we can integrate the work we're doing this week on a deeper level. And since we're talking about self-care, today I want to take a moment to venture back in time a little bit. I want to contemplate how self-care was modeled for us growing up. And when I say modeled for us growing up, what I really mean is, how did your parents or your family, your closest people in your life when you were little, how did they take care of themselves? What kind of self-care did they practice? And what did you grow up seeing in your day-to-day when you were young? So oftentimes what we see and learn from our parents is what we integrate as how things are supposed to be. And this really has a huge impact on us. And I like to think about this all the time. I try to think about this all the time, knowing that when I take care of myself in my day-to-day, I model for my children how self-care works. And when I deprioritize myself and I put myself on the bottom of the list and I don't take care of myself, then essentially throughout my actions, I'm teaching my kids that that's the way to live. And I don't want that. I want them to see parents who dedicate time for themselves, who take care of themselves, who knows how to fill their own cup, right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So when you were growing up, when you were little, what was self-care to you? What did that look like in your family? How did your parents take care of themselves? Just take a moment the way you are. If it helps, you can close your eyes and you can take a few deep breaths and just sort of bring yourself back to a moment in time when you were young. 
and think about how self-care was modeled to you. What did you learn about self-care when you were growing up and how did that impact your life? How did that impact your ability to take care of yourself now? Or how did that condition you to think about self-care or what beliefs do you hold about self-care thanks to what you learned at that time? Just see what comes up and what surfaces. When I think about this, one of the first things that comes to mind is how I was conditioned to believe, or I just believe maybe on my own just by witnessing the actions of, of people in my family, that the most important thing is work. That no matter what happens in a day, you know, if someone's working, that's the most sacred time. You never disturb a person who is in a meeting, a person who's working, a person who's on the phone. So I really grew up looking at work as the most important thing in a day. And anything else could kind of be shifted around a lot. But when it came to work, that was the most important part. And I, I really grew up that way. And I sort of became that way as well when I became an adult, that if I had work, I would absolutely reschedule any commitment that I had that was in the way. And work was always prioritized above everything else, even above moving my body, above finding peace through different practices, above time spent with family, friends. I grew up in that way where I would cancel anything on behalf of getting to work because work was the most sacred. And it's taken me quite a few years to decondition myself from this idea that work and success and how we perform is not the most important thing, that actually my well-being is much more important than that. So this is just one tiny little thread that I've been contemplating this week that I'll be spending some time journaling on just to really get to a deeper level of understanding around why sometimes it's so hard for me to take care of myself, why I end up back in a cycle where it's much easier for me to prioritize work than it is to prioritize my well-being. It's almost like we have these tracks in our minds and we have to continue to be very conscious around the changes and shifts that we are making or we just fall back in that same track. And the more we understand around how that track was formed in our mind from the first place, the easier it is to make that change. So go deeper in your own contemplations today. This is a free contemplation. You decide where you take it and how deep you want to go, of course. But you are contemplating and journaling on and maybe using it as a topic of conversation for a sharing with a friend or with your partner. How was self-care modeled to you when you were little? What did or didn't you learn about how to nourish yourself? When you were growing up, what was most sacred what was celebrated, what was encouraged, and what did you really learn and how were you conditioned to think when it comes to self-care? Spend some time contemplating on and journaling on this if this is something that interests you. I always find some kind of key, some kind of gem whenever I venture back into my childhood in a conscious way. So if you have something you're trying to shift or change in your day-to-day, -day, but you're struggling with that, See if a little trip down memory lane can help give you some answers. Have a wonderful contemplation and don't forget to hold yourself accountable and take that small step for your well-being today. The daily practice will be back tomorrow.